A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm not Jamel. Welcome to Airbuds. Uh, I'm Peter Moses. I'm Mike Benner. Not Jamel. Also doing a two-man weave today. Yep. Scheduling has been difficult for the Airbuds as of late, but you know what? We're we're trying hard. We're staying consistent. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll even have guests back, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. I tried to get friend of the pod Edgar Mumplesayer to come today, but uh, he's recording his own very excellent podcast, Culture Kings. Check him out. But uh, yeah, he's got a lot of fun. Uh, takes on the Lakers, but we'll get those next week, maybe. Sounds good. Yeah. My favorite part about uh, Edgar is he's the only person that you ever talk about with the full name, My Friend Edgar. I feel like on his license, it says My Friend Edgar. I feel like I refer to my friends as my friend blank. I feel only specifically with Edgar. I always hear you say My Friend Edgar, which I believe. I think that's great. No, I call like I call you My Friend Peter to other people. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you're my friend. Oh. Yeah. That's so nice. Why do you call me? Bitch boy Mike. Fuck. Well, sure. I'll take it. All right. Well, this is a podcast about basketball. Um, and we're 10 games into the season now. So we're allowed to start having opinions. We weren't the last couple of weeks, but now I think we're actually allowed to start having opinions. I didn't l- – listen. You can have any opinion you want at any time, Peter. No, I'm not coming down on you. I'm yeah. talking about in general. I don't know. I think it's all sports does this thing where it's like, well, it's like the first so-and-so part of the season and you can't really have an opinion, but – I mean, in baseball, the Red Sox won their first 15 games, and everyone's like, oh, it's April, and then they won the World Series. So, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own. Well, I think NBA Twitter loves to rush. I call, I just call it NBA Twitter as a whole now, but, like, NBA media in general just likes to rush to, like, first game takes. Like, after game one, we are seeing people being like, it looks like the Rockets are in trouble, and you're just like, 
that's way too early to call that. But like, yeah, now we know ten games in, they're in trouble, and like it just happens to like prove people right in hindsight. But like, nobody fucking after one game saw that the Kings are going to be six and four, right? Right. No, yeah. that's totally fair. They so, are like surprisingly fun to watch. You know what's not fun to watch is uh, I know this isn't on our rundown, but. The Lakers let Rajon Rondo, Rondo have the ball like 80% of the game. Your team is not going to be good if Rajon Rondo is holding the ball all the time. Yeah. Lakers no. are bad. Lakers got – I'll be honest. Look, I want to root for LeBron. I want the Lakers to be, do well. But in my soul last night watching the Lakers get stomped on by the Raptors, I found myself rooting real hard for the Raptors. Um, it was definitely a poor outing for uh, the Lakers. Second LeBron side out. LeBron's they what were they they were just destroyed. And LeBron side out the fourth quarter. Um, maybe the best no Kawhi. shot that the Raptors had at like convincing Kawhi. Like, look, you you were thinking about joining the Lakers. We can beat the shit out of the Lakers without you. You sure you want to leave Toronto? The Raptors are fucking fun to watch, too. Yeah, they're good. They're and the good Lakers team. are a goddamn mess. It's taken less than, like, three weeks, and every other headline is Luke Walton is definitely still the coach. Um, yeah, and then there's, like, that quote from Magic that was, like, unless something catastrophic happens, like... Yeah, you it, know what was catastrophic? You signing Rajon Rondo for $9 million. I know LeBron has had a hand in personnel decisions for, during his four seasons with Cleveland. How much do you think he had in in this? Do you think he really wanted Lance Stevenson and and Rondo as teammates? I don't. I don't know. Was he just like, "Get me anyone who knows. Give me any veteran." I understand that LeBron gets ripped on for kind of being the GM in Cleveland at that time, but he wouldn't have come back to Cleveland in the first place if he knew he couldn't get Kevin Love to come there too and they won a championship yeah so as much as he is to be ragged on for some pretty bum-ass gm decisions does that seem like those do those moves seem like lebron moves did they really seem like he was like the what we consider to be probably the smartest basketball mind alive on the planet that's like the decisions that he would like ride for i i'm just like i question that narrative it's so easy and i just wonder if like i mean i think it, it, if it's strategy where he's like i know we had to punt this year because we're not going to get and another big big name free agent so like just get me dudes on one-year contracts that know how to play javel mcgee by the way coming up looking really nice he, he should yeah. get a nice contract after this if he keeps playing this way second um, best player on the lakers yeah for sure sometimes the first he's I, i've been he i heard like some podcasts talking about like buzz about him being defensive player of the year just because of the huge drop off. And like when he leaves the court, like the, the defensive de efficiency, like goes down by like 30 points. He's just the only defensive player on their team. Yeah. Well, now they got Tyson Chandler, which when I saw that signing, I, when I saw like the back to back alerts of like Phoenix Suns buyout Tyson Chandler. And then two seconds later, Lakers are signing Tyson Chandler. I just that. I laughed the way I laughed when I heard about the Rondo signing or heard about the Lance Stevenson signing. It's like, yes, they need another actual center on their team. This is the worst choice you could have made, I think. Yeah. Are you going to get like 10 minutes out of this guy? He's I guess old. They... I, he's, he's older than me. And Mike is 73 years yeah. old. So I just was like, I laughed when I saw Tyson Chandler. Like, I'm a great guy. I'm a big fan of him. But like, 
the dude is not going to give you productive minutes behind or uh, JaVale McGee. Do you think – I know that last time we potted together, I said that the Lakers will make the playoffs. Do you still feel as I, confident I still feel as you they'll, did? I they'll make it. Yeah. I don't feel as confident as the four seed. Uh, I, I, I very stupidly went on uh, record as saying I think they could be a four seed. Uh, but I think they still can squeak into the – I mean, there's still so much time left to make moves, get get a good roster around them. Bradley Beal belongs on the Lakers. Amen and, to that. Yeah. Bradley Beal needs to go to the Lakers. Yeah. He's probably the best piece other than Anthony Davis that could possibly yeah. play with LeBron. And you know what the smartest thing of all these one-year deals? Those are the most tradable, like, deals. Sure. Like, if the Wizards are like, they're going to need to blow it up at some point. So they So they're like, all right, we'll get rid of – uh, we'll get rid of Beal for like a Kuzma or or a or a Ingram, and then take on all these one year expiring contracts. Like that's an attractive, that's an attractive package. Plus, buy some picks or whatever. But, we're we're still under the assumption that uh, Palenka and Magic are playing chess and not checkers. Which I which I, maybe maybe they are. Maybe like the three of them, including LeBron, that's what they're doing, and they know that they're going to be able to move some of this stuff just because. Teams like the Wizards are going to have to blow it up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, my team that will never be named on this podcast again. The Wizards are the most dysfunctional team in the Eastern Conference right now. The Cleveland Bavs. Yep. Yeah. Not, n- never saying their name again on this podcast. Um, the Wizards are highly dysfunctional. They are uh, currently at two that, and seven, thirteenth yeah. uh, in the East, um, and like barely beat Portland, and then yeah, had a. Tough win at home against the New York Knicks. Guess what? I saw the the Wizards were tweeting today that uh, because they won, uh, they beat the Knicks. You can get half off a Papa John's pizza tonight. Good for them. Yeah, Papa Wiz, jo- Wiz fifty is your code. <laughs> that's, that's, Wiz is just it only makes me think of PP. Yep, Wiz fifty. If you want your pizza, have you half off? Piss fifty for your yep. pizza in Washington D.C. Um. I mean, they're not even worth talking about. I'm You're sorry, right. Jamel. I love you, Jamel. Yeah. But even Jamel has given up on tweeting about the Wizards. Right. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he said he – I saw him on Twitter. He was wearing a blonde wig, and he says, I don't tweet about sports anymore. It's, he's really – it's been tough for him. Yeah, it's been a tough year uh, so far, 10 games a year. Uh, but you know who else has been uh, difficult for? Who's that? Yield Philadelphia 76ers. Michael, what's up with your team right now? They're 6-5. and five. They have not won a single game on the road. Um, they look discombobulated. You know, remember when we kind of we did our first uh, kind of preview of the year, and, and you guys were asking me about how I felt about the the Sixers off season, and I kind of just was like, I don't, I don't know, I didn't like it. Like all we did was sign Wilson Chandler, um, and that's kind of how it feels right now. Like all we did was sign Wilson Chandler, Markel Fultz, he's coming along, I guess, for what is technically is actual rookie year and getting some good minutes but like he's not good simmons did not develop that jump shot we were all hoping he was going to simmons Uh, will not shoot and there is something about fultz you're right when you watch him you're like pulling for him he's good he's a good defender he's a good ass defender it's just that's what's what's been good watching him and he shows moments where he's like oh this guy can ball and then he, he just fucking he can get to the cup and then just misses an easy layup did you see that the shooting coach for your team Posted and then deleted a tweet where he said that Fultz is still not healthy. No, I did not see that. I don't want to see that. 
Well, good because he. I did. don't need to see that. <laughs> he uh, he tweeted it, and there's just he just I don't know he just doesn't look right ever. He, he I don't know. Again, like he's it's still it's just like this is effectively his rookie season, and he's only played like twenty something NBA games. So let's hold off and wait. Okay. And. and See, I mean, all that said, if we can get rid of him for Bradley Beal and then some other pieces, like, yeah. Oh, my God. If you could unloan Fultz. We don't have any shooting except for Redick and Embiid. Yeah, I was about to say, is Embiid the second best shooter on your team? Yeah, and he's a good shooter, especially for a big man. I mean, he can hit from, from like, anywhere, but, like, you know, what is he? He's probably shooting, like, 40% from three. Um, which is not bad for a seven footer. Is the worst but, thing Colangelo did for your team is that Covington contract? It's Covington. It shows signs where it's like, yeah, you're worth it, and then it's like seventy percent of the time it's like, what a fucking waste of money. Uh, and I love him. I love him. I, I'm glad he got paid. I'm like, yeah, you like you have generational wealth now. I am happy for Robert Covington. Good for you. Get that money. Don't fault you for taking it. It's just no. kind of like I. It's like I, Colangelo. Yeah, I, it's just like I wish that he was playing. Like he got what was it? Five years, one hundred thirty-five million. Like that's a lot of money for a dude who misses a good amount of open threes. Yeah, I mean, and again, we're playing basketball. I mean, we're not playing basketball, but we're watching basketball at a time where everyone is scoring a million points a game and nobody's playing defense. And this goes back to what I was saying a couple of weeks ago. I wonder if the, sh- like the starting the season earlier might have something to do with this also. It did fuck up the season last year too. I remember yeah. the beginning of last season was just weird. Like October was weird as hell. Yeah. Cause all the, all the young teams are just like out there firing all these shots, They're super excited, super in shape. And like LeBron just finished his like training camp. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, so everyone else is kind of like, except for the Warriors. The Warriors are just on like another planet. Yeah. Two seasons ago, we are still in week one of the NBA, right? Yeah, now. and like, so I wonder, are people just kind of still getting used to like having to kind of play into shape? I don't know what it is. It'll be interesting to see what happens to the scoring too, because I kind of feel like as much basketball as I'm, I've watched, I don't know how to watch. The bas- basketball this year? Or I don't know how to no like. No team take... has a system of any kind, offensive or defensive. It's crazy. And like, it's just like everyone's scoring like, like there's like, I'm watching games. I'm like, why is this, why did this team just score 140 points? Yeah. It's crazy. I don't like other, okay, who, who's running a system right now? I don't Spurs know. Spurs probably. Like, but if you, even if you watch the Warriors who are, you know, they're just the most talented team ever put together. And so all you do is give Steph the ball. He passes and intuitively knows how to like, like almost like a fucking soccer player, like get to the next spot and knows how the ball is going to be whooped around to him where he's open. Like there's no coaching there. It's just everyone can shoot and everyone is just throwing it up. The only coaching they did that I fucking hated was Steve Kerr took out Clay Thompson in um, the middle of the third quarter. Yeah. Like why don't you let that guy try to get ninety like ninety hundred points? Like I. I, sportsmanship, my ass! Like everyone, like, yeah, come on! What are we doing here? Like, why are you taking him out? Let's just yeah, let him get twenty threes. Why not? Yeah, like, I that that, that kind of pissed me off. Like, if we're gonna have these 
like Harlem Globetrotter slash ABA style games, and then you're gonna like cry sportsmanship halfway through the third and take him out when he's got like 58 points on 20 dribbles. He's in a no-win situation there. I think he probably did the only thing he could have because it's we're mad that he did that he didn't put him like. Didn't leave him out there to get his twenty threes, but then who's the guy who's the like, other half is going to be like? Who is that other half? That's like, yeah, good, good job, sportsmanship. Everyone that hates the Warriors, I hate the Warriors, and I, and I want him. To, I want to see him score hundred points. Yeah, I don't know, but there are people that think the Warriors are ruining basketball, and that and that only bolsters their argument. The Warriors, the, the argument for the Warriors ruining basketball is the fact that like, is every other team but the Warriors. Everyone's like thinks they're the Warriors, and no one has the talent. Speaking of teams that don't have the talent, but took the Warriors to seven games in the playoffs, what is going on with the Rockets? Doug, I don't know. They are three and five at the moment. It seems it seems like they bottom three in the in the West. Well, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but. Letting Trevor Ariza just slide over to the Suns for like a one year, ten million dollars or whatever it was. I think it was like eighteen or something. It was a lot of money. That seems he seems like a pretty valuable part of that team for like doing all the things that are like. Okay, here's what he's weird. got a ring, right? He's got a couple rings. He's got a couple rings. He got rings with, the, two rings with the Lakers, I think. He's got a ring, a couple rings, and then uh, and then Houston is like, you got to come back on a discount. And he probably looks and sees we're not beating the Warriors, and he looks at uh, Phoenix, who were like, "We'll give you twenty million dollars." And he's like, "I'm gonna go over there. Like, I'm gonna go eat at that pizza place in Phoenix that's apparently really good." Oh, what is it? I'm going to Phoenix. Oh, it's like uh, you have to look it up. I can't okay. remember. But apparently, it's like the best in America. Okay, in just look Phoenix. up. Look, best pizza in Phoenix. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Um, what do you yeah. want Phoenix for? I'm. Uh, I've got a couple shows in. Uh, Tucson uh, oh, on Thursday Tucson Comedy Festival? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We will. I can't wait. Um, oh, yeah. He, got, he, just, he just had one championship in, in 09. Ariza did. But, okay, here's a just, – just to talk about Ariza for one second. And I, I know we're never going to talk – never never name uh, the team that I used to root for. The Cleveland Bavs. Yeah. Uh, the team that will not be named. Kevin Love signed, like, a five-year deal for $4.2 billion. <laughs> is that the number? That was the number. Okay. Now he's you know has toe surgery. He's never going to play again. He was replaced by Sam Decker in their starting lineup. And honestly, like what Sam Decker does, like he's more athletic. He can still rebound. Sounds can, like a detective. Sounds like a detective. Detective but Sam Decker. To that point, like I don't still don't understand why Ariza is so much less valued than like. Kevin Love in the sense that, like, how the game is changing so much, well, the value of the people and how they play should, I feel like, should be changing, too. I think, well, okay, well, then that goes into, like, <clears throat> total league reform, which I think should probably happen eventually, where, like, players are, like, Jimmy Butler, who we'll get to, is, like, holding his team hostage right now because he doesn't feel, like, valued and, like, he has agency in, like, in the process, you know? Um, owners can cry poor all they want. They're fucking making billions of dollars off the names of these people and realistically paying them a fraction of of, of what they're worth. Um, 100% true. LeBron James deserves to be paid a billion dollars a year by whatever team sure. he, he should he be making $100 million for. a year. Yeah. Um, 
Although this and, year that's maybe for a seven seed. Still, I mean, have you get, seen ticket prices? I'm not to say can't get Lakers yeah, tickets. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, do you want to talk about how players are valued? I mean, to me, it's like Trevor Ariza was probably like also playing into it was they needed to extend uh, Clint Capella, right? They did, I thought. Yeah, for yeah, a lot. They needed to, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, do do we do we pay Clint Capella? I understand. I just seems or like do a, we invest in this guy who's much older, who like can probably only has one or two good years left? Look, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that Daryl Morey knows more about basketball than me. Yeah, I think that's no. I think that's that's the most reasonable thing. Yep, I think we can, can all think. we can all agree. Yeah. But it just seems like that for at least to cap the Rockets, it seems like that's a a, a tough look for them. And we'll see. I mean, they're a team that I feel like what you were talking about. It's early. Harden's like banged up a little bit already. Chris Paul's not trying yet. Yeah, but I mean, what did I say? They were three and five. Three yeah. and five. Like that is god awful for you, a team that was good, that that were a Chris Paul injury away from from beating the fuck out of the Warriors. Yeah. They have time to get their act together. I feel less. Cons- I feel more optimistic about them than I do about the Lakers. The Lakers. All right, let's talk about Jimmy Butler. All right, Jimmy Butler. Not uh, just the guy that brings you drinks. No, I don't know. That was a terrible. Can we cut that out? No, we're yeah. absolutely keeping that in. No, no Butler jokes. Jimmy, Fuck. bringing you a drink, Mister Butler. God damn it! I hate that. This. <laughs> You have the power to edit. All right, fine, whatever. Jimmy I Butler. The, I have the power not to edit, too. That's true. I never edit when I'm, when I'm in charge of it. I uh, He's decided that he's going to play whenever he wants to play. He still wants a trade. Um, their team is a total mess. Uh, how do you feel, Mike, about him basically deciding when he's going to show up uh, and play? Um. Well, I mean, as we were talking about it right before the pod, where it's like it's weird because like the wolves are kind of being like, no, 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 like we're we, we're we're trying to protect this body, but like it's clear that like they just have to say that because Jimmy Butler is like in front of it all and orchestrating this media circus, and it's yeah. like if they don't he goes say we know what's going on, <laughs> then it's like it's gonna it's gonna make it look like Jimmy Butler is just like totally cucking them. Well, he like, is cucking them. They're yeah. just like the only thing they can do is pretend like they're not being cucked, and they still are. It still is what it is. There's nothing sadder than a cuck with his head in the sand. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm, <laughs> this is what I wanted, actually. It's just like... No, this is good for both of us. Yeah. This is just, you know, healthy. Yeah. This is how healthy relationships are. I, it's stronger than ever, honey. <laughs> um, it, it, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I feel like at some point, again, going back to like league reform and like figuring out like the NBA players association stance on this and the team owners like on the one hand I'm like I believe completely in like a player's like ability to like control their own destiny and have their own agency and like decide like I don't want to just play for a team because I got dealt like I made a commitment to one team and then like they basically you know, I signed a contract under these pretenses and then they broke those pretenses and traded me to like fucking Minnesota, a team I didn't want to go to like, fine. I, that sucks. And you shouldn't have to do that. But like there's, then should be some kind of clauses negotiated in the contracts where it's like, there should be some kind of trial period. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's not working right now. And this is like kind of the worst it's been so far since like the whole LeBron James heat 
LeBron James kicked all this off by by going with the Heat. He hundred percent, yeah, kicked it all off. This feels like it's on another level, though. This is like, it's like Jimmy I, Butler taking it to two hundred level, yeah. two hundred. Like, and it's like he's fucking over an entire team and twelve other like highly paid like players who are like. That's where I think it draws the line. Yeah. Where it's like, cool, man. I get like you're in your right to kind of demand and get what you want, but to say that you're still like a team guy or that like you're still out there for anyone but yourself like you're not you're clearly taking nights off whenever you feel like it and you're resting your body like you're an nfl player but it, you just can't have it both ways yeah. there's just something that feels shitty about it and i want to like jimmy butler and i want him to get out of minnesota but this is uh kind of a, a stain i feel like on him as a commodity there is a i've worked in places where like you know you would have coworkers who they would just always be on vacation. They just seemingly took a trip or two every month. And then the rare occasion that they would come into the office, they would come into the room and then they would just shit on people's ideas and they would just be like rude and like shit on it. And then they were off. They were like, I'm taking Thursday and Friday off cause I'm going out of town. And they're just like, how are you never fucking here? And then you, are a dick or like you act like you own the place. And that's kind of how I feel about Jimmy Butler. He's a shitty coworker. Yeah. Who just shows up when he feels like it shits on everyone's ideas and then leaves. It feels like he's sliding. Remember when people still like Dwight Howard and no, uh, he was in Orlando. Oh yeah. And then it like slowly, like the whole free agency thing was kind of the first thing with him where it was like, it really started to turn. I'm getting some of those same feelings with Jimmy Butler right now, which is a huge fucking bummer. But also, like, the way that dude plays, I feel like his shelf life is not as long as he thinks it is. It's not. He's also, he's, like, averaged, like, he's he's played, like, 65 games in the last, like, three seasons or yeah. whatever. Like, it's, he's injury prone. Um, he hangs out with Mark Wahlberg. Big, um, big, big red flag there. Yeah. Did we talk about this on the past where there's actual quote, like anonymous sources like that with like the bulls that were like, yeah, Jimmy changed ever since he started <laughs> hanging out with Mark Wahlberg. Have we talked about that? Yeah, he kept slapping Asian people. <laughs> oh man. Um, but, uh, the, uh, another dickhead. Now Jimmy Butler's not a dickhead. I don't want to, I don't want to come it's down on that. It's, it's very a, complicated. Yeah, but it makes uh, me... I think he's, he's not coming off good. It's not a fun, it, this was like a fun storyline and it's not anymore. Uh, because it just it's like he's he's just not looking good in it, and I like I don't enjoy watching this anymore. No, uh, me neither. It's depressing, and mainly maybe because it lets a guy like Derrick Rose step into the void that he creates by not playing. Oh boy! And uh, Derrick Rose, with his uh, meager health left, w- was able to, to scrounge a fifty-one point game. And that caused all the Derrick Rose stands across NBA Twitter to be like, players, see? Players, too. Players, too. LeBron. I mean, I get that. Like, that's your – I guess you kind of have to, your coworker or whatever. But, like, Derrick Rose sucks. If if all the Derrick Rose stands out there want to, like, petition the Timberwolves to run their offense through Derrick Rose for the rest of the season, let's see how that works out for you. Let's see how where that. Let's see if Derrick Rose even shows up. <laughs> like, People were not as excited when Michael Jordan scored fifty on the Wizards. It was like 
it was like this, like, it's like we were all being gaslit on, about what Derrick Rose's career was. It's like he was good for a year and a half in Chicago. It was exciting. And then he, like, probably, injury rape, injury. probably raped someone and then just, like, Allegedly, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't want to ever hang out with an alleged rapist, and I think an alleged rapist is not someone I would want to associate with. Yeah. But allegedly, he did it. Well, he was like, it was like enough where he was like, the, the court said he was like affiliated with a gang rape, but not participated in a gang rape. Well, there was a civil trial uh, because the criminal case was thrown out, and then he was found to be involved, but not liable. <laughs> and then he signed autographs for the jury afterwards. Great. Um, Great. What a what, what and a also that that uh, that uh, that plaintiff is uh, appealing the verdict. So who knows where it might wind up? Look, uh, nothing is more pathetic also than just like Tom Thibodeau proving that he's learned absolutely nothing and is just always trying to recreate 2012 everywhere he goes in all aspects of his life. I also like. I don't get. I. I why? Why haven't they traded him yet? I don't know. Also, like, why wouldn't like why don't you just put Tyus Jones in that situation you were putting Derrick Rose in, where you just like let him dribble the ball the entire game and act like he's Kobe fucking Bryant? Like, what a I mean, everyone's yeah. like, oh I mean, yeah, Derrick Rose, congrats. Derek Rose was what the a only sad state of your fucking the only team. healthy guard that night, basically. So, and then they ran ISO Derrick Rose the entire time. So. Yes, any athletic, capable person who is motivated and wants to prove that they belong on a team because they've been playing behind Jimmy Butler or whoever else, two other guards, uh, would could on a good night go get 51 points. He was averaging three points a game before that. Like Derrick Rose is actually the coworker you were talking about because he has the last couple seasons just disappeared on his teams whenever he's felt like it. Oh yeah, we all we also have that. Like he left New York, he left uh, Cleveland. He just doesn't show up and tell or tell anyone where he went. So yeah, if you if Derrick Rose stands up there, want to rely on Derrick Rose for the the Wolves' future you're going to be hurt and then you're going to go on Instagram and make up excuses for why he's still the best player to ever play. Gross. He's a hooper. He's a hooper. Meet the hooper. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I didn't want to talk about Derek Rose. We did. We, we got did. it out. Yeah. We got it, got it out of the way. Derek Rose. Well, okay. Sorry. No, no apologies. Derek Rose is the one should be apologizing. I feel bad for Wolves fans though. They made it. They got to one playoff series for the first time in like, over a decade, and now their team, like, it, like they have, like, two max players who aren't good, like, good enough. Like, I mean, Towns is just sad. I mean, not as sad as Wiggins. No, Towns is not sad. He's still, he's good. I think he, I don't know what his deal is. You know, I mean, I always think back to Derek Coleman, who, like, had all the talent in the world, but didn't seem that interested in the game, and that's kind of why he never lived up to anything. And I wonder if that's Towns. Like, he seems to really like Fortnite and being on TV. Yeah. And maybe basketball is just a way to get there, and good for him if that's what it is. That's what this podcast is for me. This podcast is just a way for me. I don't really like basketball. It's just a way for me to hang out with my friends and get super, super famous and be on TV. Is it working? No. Well, oh, well. No. No, it's not. Not even close. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the Wolves roster. They don't. They they've got a good team. They just need to get rid of who who could they give up for uh, for Bradley Beal? 
Butler. Well, the biggest thing is Butler a, and Wall on the same team. <laughs> what would that be like? Taking a larger step, like they need to fire Tibbs. Tibbs is still the fucking general manager. Like you can't have this dude making more decisions. He's just setting your team back further and further and further every day he's in charge. It's really depressing. I'm not even a Wolves fan, but it's it's very depressing. He's like you know how in the office Michael Scott was just completely inept, but somehow the Scranton branch was like always the like the best sales branch. Because right, they cared the most. Like or he cared the most. Tom Thibodeau is like what would happen if you put Michael Scott in charge of an organization in real life? <laughs> Like, it just would fall apart. And that's kind of what's happening with the Wolves right now. And he's, like, just trying to be like, no, we're a family. I'm not getting rid of Jimmy. Why would I fire Jimmy? Just because he doesn't show up to work and is mean to everyone and then goes on ESPN and airs all of our dirty laundry? Like, no, Jimmy is one of us. And it's like, Jimmy's been here for half a year. Like Tibbs definitely has season one Michael Scott hair, too. Yeah, he does. It's Yeah, Ugh, that's depressing. All right. Um Anything else you want to talk about, Mike? Um, I hope the Sixers can turn it around. Uh, they yeah, need, Sixers they are... They need to make a move uh, in some way. They don't have any shooting. Guys, hit me up at Airbuds Pod. Uh, I can not give you any usable ideas, but I just like to talk. Just Elton hit you up? Yeah. I, I, I wonder, um, and this is maybe like Dark Benner showing up here, uh, I think we may have wasted the process. Damn. I don't know what big name free agent we're going to sign next summer. We gave the reins to uh, Colangelo, and what did he do? He picked Markel Fultz. Colangelo really fucked the process. Um, it's tough. He gave a huge deal to Covington. He like made some dumb trades. Uh and so we basically went from Hinky, who had a long-term plan, to Colangelo, who fucked it up, and now Elton Brand is going to have to come in and somehow like keep the thing together. But like we're competing with Los Angeles, and we're the Sixers are competing with uh, Los Angeles, and 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 who else is cap space next year? Um, all these big markets. I don't know off the top of my head. I can't remember. But, like, what are we going to get? Are we going to lure Kawhi Leonard away from the Raptors or the Lakers over, like, I don't know. what, what Was Brett Brown going to grow another beard and play ping pong with Kawhi Leonard and convince him to come? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think you're getting Kawhi. And I don't Kawhi think... wants his own team. And what, is he going to fight Embiid and Ben Simmons? For the, I mean, I feel like Ben Simmons and Embiid already have a weird tension about who's the, whose team it is. Someone needs to get Beal. You guys should get Beal. I would love it if we got Beal. But, again, he's on a three-year deal right now, so we, we're going to have to trade Saric, uh, Fultz. We're going to have to trade all these people to get Beal. Yeah. Do you, would so you, then it's like cool. The pro, like the process we had is like now just done. Yeah, but everyone's still so young. I would say like I know it feels like the right now, but like Simmons can still learn to shoot, and yeah. Embiid is still young as fuck. Like I, I get it. I know it's it's, it's, in the just, it's, it's just like we like we we signed Wilson Chandler. <laughs> that's true, and 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 Mascala too, and his racist dad. Yeah, so Muscala's cool. actually been not so bad. He uh, he can drain it from three. Um, yeah, I, it's it, and look, it, and it's still early. What a weird time that we live in. That like, 
the Sixers had to issue an apology about <laughs> a, some players' dads' racist ass tweets. Like, why? Like, Weird. I don't know. Yeah, uh, why, did, why does a, why does an organization have to be like sorry for this fucking scumbag bum? We don't know. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, why can't like his, why can't Mescala do it? He did it. He 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 released a very like good statement and was like, I don't agree with any of this. Like he was like, yeah. But then the Sixers did it as well, and they're just like, well, yeah, of course we know you don't agree with this fucking redneck in Minnesota's like racist. I don't know Wild which times. is racist uh, remarks were about Jimmy Butler bringing a full circle. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, you got anything you want to talk about? No, I think that's it. I mean. I'm glad October's over, and I'm hoping that we'll just be able to learn what was real and not real in the next couple of weeks. I feel like I I was a little negative today. I want to say that I still love the the NBA. I still love basketball. You're good, Mike. You're too hard on yourself, bro. It just was like I was like talking about like reforming the league, how it's fucked up, how players don't make enough. Like, no, I think some of that I stuff went is went on a long Derrick Rose rant, dude. I honestly think it's just like. Uh, basketball is wild as fuck right now. It Everyone's so scoring wild. like 130 points every single game. It's overwhelming to like it's a to lot. follow at the moment. Yeah, it's like it's just everyone is just shooting from half court and sinking it every night. <laughs> That's what it feels it's like. Weird. Yeah, every game has like a world changing highlight in it. Fucking Magic beat the Spurs by like 15 in San Antonio last night. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention the darkest point of the Sixers is that they lost. To Brooklyn oh, by 30 whooped. last night. They got whacked. But, okay, to this point, and this is what we can end on, is like, it doesn't. who knows if that matters? Like, sometimes teams, I think it matters that they're 0-5 on the road. Well, that that probably matters. But yeah. also just like, does it is it real that Orlando, like, whooped San Antonio at home? I don't know. I don't know either. It's hard to say. Also, like, playing factors in the, like, the Sixers... Again, they had uh, they 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 were in China a month and a half ago. Yeah, like, they might have never caught up. Like who knows? That's All what happened to Golden that, State last year. Yeah. Remember how fucking sludgy they were at the beginning of the year? Yeah, that China trip. Yeah. So who knows? Like wh- wh- I think with the yeah with the start of the season being earlier, now teams like go to fucking like ten time zones away to like for two weeks at a time. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's like so we. It, it's hard to know what is happening right now, and everybody is just. Putting up 170 points a night and yeah, not watch, playing defense. And just watch crazy. the Raptors and the Bucks. Yeah. That's what I'd say. They're fun. Yeah, they are fun. Anything you want to plug, Mikey? Um, no, I got nothing. At Airbuds Pod on uh, Twitter, on yeah. Instagram. Uh, hit us up uh, at Airbuds Podcast at gmail.com. Send yes. us your dick pics. Peter asked for those specifically. I, I gave the wrong email last week. I said it was at Airbuds Pod. It's Airbuds Podcast. So <gasps> yes. all the people who sent their dick pics last week, resend it to Airbuds Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Um, if you could be so kind, give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, if you are a 100th, fo- uh, 100th follower, we will send you a... Oh, yeah. We're uh, going to send you shit. We're going to send you some shit. Um, I'm not going to be there, but head head to Mixtape if you're in L.A. this Friday. Who's We've got ghosting? A, a great lineup. Just Garrick. Oh. Just Garrick riding solo. Check um, out Garrick. Aparna Nanchurla. Uh, a bunch of other really funny people are going to be there. M.K. Paulson. I don't remember everyone else off the top of my head, but it's a great show. It's our... Late Halloween election show. So take that for what you will. Also, I will be in Tucson. Arizona. Arizona on Thursday and Friday at the uh, 
uh, Tucson Comedy Festival, uh, hit me up. I'll be there. Come say what's up. We can talk about Aiton and Devin Booker because they're fun to watch. They're they're fun to watch. Yeah, they suck, but I think they're still fun to watch. Yeah, they're like two and six. Yeah, but uh, you know, they're cute. Yeah, they are cute. Good on Devin Booker for getting back earlier than we all thought. Right? Hell yeah. Yeah. I fucking like that. I want I, I want the sun to be good, man. Let's go. Cool. Alright, later guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.